1: Now back to On the Block with Strick and Austin on 937 The Ticket and TheTicketFM.com.
2: Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back to On the Block. He's Strick here in Austin, Orme. Boy, I tell you, the off air shenanigans is always absolutely hilarious. Welcome to the show today. This is the second segment. We're going to talk a little bit about some NCAA voids that have been created by some coaching, a coach specific that has left one of the most uh, visible, one of the most perennial powerhouses of football in a long time, Mm a couple decades now. And unexpectedly, there's a couple of questions I have for you on that, but let's talk about Nick Saban as he retires. And I want to start off by asking what do you th- just just your just your perception or thought? What do you think it was that kind of like Nick Nick to me is a guy that doesn't like to leave anything or any stone unturned or felt like, you know, he came up short on something. He seemed to me like he wanted to go out on top. And so what would be a thought process possibly as to what would... Now, we know he's old, he's getting older, so right. why would he want to leave like now?
1: Well, what do you think would come that to that? That is just the question. I don't think we ever know. We would know. Uh, He'll say, oh, it's just time, felt like time, program was in good enough shape. Uh, after talking with Miss Terry, you know, it just seemed like the best thing to do. I accomplished everything I thought I could. I don't think he has. I still think there's some some fire. I still think there's some fuel in that tank. How much? Obviously, only only Nick Saban knows. But the reason it's definitely so, not a money issue because he's no, made no, no, plenty no. of that. No. Yeah. The reason. His, yeah. The reason his retirement is so striking is because you think of the last real surprise departure, and that was Tom Osborne, right? Of this this magnitude, oh, yeah, yeah. this caliber, and Bowden. Bowden, yeah, but bit. Florida State nope. <laughs> kind of wandered, right? You, you didn't know who Florida State's guy was going to be. Uh-huh. You knew who Nebraska, you, you knew Frank Solich was yeah. taking over. Yeah. Since Nick Saban retired, and we have to have the conversation about who follows him, I'm A, a little surprised we don't already know who his successor is. B, kind of surprised that person wasn't on staff this year as an obvious in house replacement in case it was so surprising. And I'm Good curious point. to see. If Nick Saban has any input in this process for finding his replacement, like you you tend to defer to coaches and say you at least get a say. But if Nick Saban didn't use this opportunity to go get someone on staff to take over for him before last season, maybe his chance to have a say in who it is passed. Because he's not part of Like, Yeah, he'll be around in an advisor role, right? He's not completely leaving the program. Yeah, because we saw that in Iowa. We did.
2: We tried tried to do it. Right. But we, yeah, you don't see that in Alabama. You didn't, no, you didn't see that at all. So mm.
1: I'm sure Good Saban point. has some input on it, but I don't think he has as much input now as he would have. He, he would have brought in, you know, a non-Tommy Reese offensive coordinator or a different defensive coordinator as the obvious in-house replacement candidate. Maybe Nick Saban doesn't trust anyone. Maybe he did that because he wasn't sure he was going to retire, and it just struck him. I know there are some people on the internet saying, oh, I had a sense you could just tell in his mannerisms and some of the little things he did or said just felt a little different. Okay, sure, but I think those people got lucky. I don't think Nick Saban knew he was going to retire until recently. I don't think Greg Byrne knew he was going to retire until recently, or we would know and have a better idea of who the successor was going to be by now.
2: Because it didn't feel like a Tom Brady situation, like right? No. Like, you knew with Tom Brady that... He probably could return because I think they built from the same type of cloth. They don't mm-hmm. they don't they don't wanna go out like on a on any type of low. Not like Chubbs. You know what I mean? No. They wanna write the ship and maybe even if you go out, at least you felt like you went out the way that you wanted to go out, right? Mm-hmm. Did that happen for Alabama? I mean, I, I think you can make a case that They did. He maybe did go out the way that he wanted to go out,
1: right? You always want to go out with a national championship. So few athletes or coaches get to pick where or when they leave. Nick Saban had his choice. Nick Saban chose to leave now, and some of his post-game press conference's comments were, this is maybe the most proud I've been of a team in a long time. Think about where we were after South Florida and after the Texas loss. For this team to regroup and make it this far, to be ahead with, like, what, five minutes to go before Michigan ends up tying that game? It, to get down to the 1-2 yard line, have a chance to tie that game up and keep playing for a chance to go to the national championship. Yeah, it wasn't the most vintage Nick Saban team. It probably overachieved, but you could never count an Alabama team out. The, the goal for Bama is always national championships. So I think the the answer I would go to is no, it didn't go exactly where I wanted it to. This team was good enough to win a national title this year. But they didn't, but I can understand how he would think this is one of his better coaching jobs given where this Alabama team started.
2: Wow. Uh, yeah. So now let's let's shift the conversation a little bit because we always talk sometimes here about coaching carousels when they happen. We'll definitely dig into it a little bit more on the NFL side of things. Now that Black Monday has happened, other coaches have now mm-hmm. uh, finished. There seems to be a, a kind of a... Now that Belichick has now put his name in the hat as well, it, it, you know, they, well, let me just say, they've agreed to part ways and, and mm-hmm. go about their, and I think that's classy. I think that, you right. know, the Kraft family and that's a classy way of doing it because he's he's been good to the organization and mm-hmm. Same you don't with want it to look bad, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. you just allow them to kind of go on their own way. But when you look at now, that Alabama has now found itself in this situation. There's an open space. It feels like a void has been created in the coaching uh, uh, arena. Who do you think is best suited or potentially best to fill in that gap that can keep the train rolling or even, you know, accentuate it a little bit and take it back to its, mm-hmm. its, its, its label because Outside of this year, this is the first time in a long time that they've went more than two years without winning a national championship. Mm-hmm. You know, you can just go back and track it mm-hmm. for almost a couple decades. It's been like every two years they've won a championship. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm just going to throw out names and spitball for a while, and then I'll give you my top candidates at the end. How about that? Okay. The most likely candidates. I broke this down into tiers. So the most likely guys were Dan Lanning, who we know turned the job down. And then in the two other most likely to me are Sarkeesian and Lane Kiffin. I think I like where Lane's at for him. Sarkisian, I don't think is set at Texas. Mm. I think he could Whoa. make a really good thing at Texas.
2: I don't think he is coming into the SEC. So you think that's a super upgrade, right? Okay. Right.
0: Save big on brunch for mom. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $129 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for 249 a pound. All with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.
1: He's been at Bama. I don't think he's locked into Texas. Mm. I don't think he, you know, he obviously likes what he has at Texas. He can get it rolling there. I just don't think he's super locked in. Oh, there's no no way he would leave. Like it's it's Alabama. Come on. The guys you call, you call Kirby, make him say no. You call Dabo, make him say no. Um, I think you call Urban Meyer. Ooh. Even if it's just like Nebraska did for like you know consultation or whatever, you call Urban just to just kick the tires. Okay. Um, Pick his brain. Do you call Ryan Day? Does he want a fresh start? Do you call Jim Harbaugh, who hasn't signed a contract, who just beat you, just won a national title? Do you put the pressure on Michigan?
2: I mean, you got the money. More. I mean, mm-hmm. you've got that kind mm-hmm. of money that could make Harbaugh say, mm, hmm, hmm, you know, could make him, make him kind of think about it, yeah? I still
1: think Harbaugh goes to the NFL, but I think you call it, since he had did signed that contract. Is there still
2: scandal, scandal potentially looming that could make him want to go ahead and make this jump? That's
1: why I think he's I making think so the too. jump. I but I'm just saying, you call him. Um, Allegedly. Right. I think you call James Franklin who's won at Vandy before, who knows the SEC, um, who hasn't gotten over the hump at Penn State, but I think he could at Alabama. I think you call Whittingham at Utah, even though he doesn't leave. Do you take a look at Mike Norvell in Florida State? Do you believe in him? I don't know. The the fun, but there's no way it happens options are prime. (laughs) You know, it'd be fun, but I don't think it happens. Belichick. No. Pete Carroll, no. He's not coming back to college to coach at 72. Um, Ed Orgeron would be the chaos agent. (laughs) Um, Lincoln Riley, if he doesn't like his seat at USC and you believe that you can get him a good defensive coordinator, maybe. Brian Kelly would be absolutely hilarious. Um, All that to get to the option that will not happen, but if you want a young up-and-comer who's been around the South who runs a modern system.
2: Scott Frost. <laughs> he did. Psych! Just playing. If he attended jokes.
1: the Saban Rehab School for a year or two, maybe. But he ended up not going. Um, didn't file the paperwork in time to get enrolled. Jamie Chadwell. Oh. Started at Coastal Carolina. Hmm. Had their really good year. Jumped to Liberty this year. Had their really good season. I, I know they got boat raced by Oregon, but Southern guy. Knows the South, knows the region, has done more with less. Don't have to pay him nearly what you were paying Saban. Young, hungry, understands the world of NIL and transfer portal. Jamie Chadwell is my dark horse. It never happens, right? Bama can take a bigger swing than him. But I like Jamie Chadwell.
2: Augie's <laughs> absolutely hilarious on the line. <laughs> Thank you guys for popping. <laughs> oh my goodness. Augie says on the Sarayama text line... Bill Callahan with Frost as the offensive coordinator. Are you rolling with that? <laughs> so
1: here's the, the, the not so funny but kind of funny option too. Mike Riley went to Alabama.
2: Oh wow. Okay. <laughs> now now if let, they
1: want a bridge guy.
2: Now let me let me let, let's let, let's not get on the funny train, but that was funny. Uh Augie, shout out to you. <laughs> but let's 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 throw this out here, Austin. Mm-hmm. Of the coaches that you just spoke of right now, you just threw a big list out of coaches, big names, uh, names obviously that you kick the tires to see if they're down with making the jump. But here's the thing. Which one of those coaches that you feel, if you pull the trigger on, can open up the transfer portal like in Miami? And I'm talking about the Miami Mall transfer portal. (laughs) (laughs) And have people jumping out. in that thing and, and, and on their way to Alabama just as much as you are probably going to open up the transfer portal and possibly lose a lot. Because you want to be able to be in replacement mode. Like, as mm-hmm. much as you're going to lose, who has possibly the best potential to pull in just as much as – tell me a couple names. I mean, Sarkeesian. this is
1: not saying – okay. Sarkeesian. I think that no goes without saying, right? I mean, he pulled I Eddie mean, Mitchell from, from Georgia. Um, I think prime would attract talent. Yeah. I, I don't... He also has Charles I, I don't Kelly think, on his I don't staff, think, I right? Don't,
2: yeah, I just don't think that Alabama would go for it, to be honest.
1: Because they're so much of a political game mm-hmm. you have to play. I'm not saying mm-hmm. Dion can't play it. I just don't know if he would or if he would do it quick enough. Yeah. I think Sarkeesian has a grasp or at least some Since understanding. He's been, he's been at Bama. Yeah. And let's not pretend like Texas doesn't have it. Yeah. Um Greg from Lincoln says, come on, hire within. Someone else says, is there's is there no long term assistant who could step in? Let me let me run down Alabama's coaching staff from this last year. Okay, so actually, Sabin gone. Kevin Steele was the defensive coordinator, but he up and left. Tommy Reese ain't it. Negative. Robert Bala, Joe Cox, Robert Gillespie. No. A- Coleman Hutzler. <clears throat> Freddie Roach. <clears throat> not feeling it. Travis Robinson, Holman Wiggins, Eric Wolford. Don't move me. Ken Wisenhunt is a special assistant to the head coach. Nah. Not, not inspiring. Really. Yeah. Bama has the cachet. They have the money. They have the situation. They have the brand to hire basically anybody they want. Bama's settling. There's no Frank Solich on Alabama staff right now. Maybe they could go get like a Charles Kelly, who Dion took with him, you know, but I don't think that happens. I don't I just don't see that happening. I don't see Carroll coming back from the NFL ranks. I don't see Vrabel dipping back into the college ranks. Bama is going to hire a sitting head coach. Unless it's Urban Meyer, unless they go completely off the rails and go hire Dan Mullen, they're hiring a sitting college head coach. It's going to be a big name. We're going to know who they are. Just how big, just how accomplished they are remains to be seen, but there's no one on Bama's staff that I think anyone feels any confidence in taking over.
2: Is there tampering involved when you talk about college? As a, It's not the same as NFL, yeah?
1: Well... Because I know I don't in the know NFL, the you could have some form of, of tampering. And you have to do
2: trades and all the kinds of stuff right. like
1: that. Right. I think it's different in college. I'm sure there are, you know, you don't like guys talking to other schools in season. But we know Bill Moose talked just got Frost in season. Like, it happens.
2: Mm. Interesting. Um, We're going to take a break now. And uh, we'll come back and... Yeah. Oh, gosh. You ready? I got, I got beat. I got, listen, I felt like... Number one, number two, number three, and number five. I <laughs> felt like I got hit at the buzzer for the uh, loss yesterday, and I got to see him over here in the mill. Shout out to the mill once again. But we're going to come back, and we're going to do Shootout with Strick when we get back, right
0: here on 93.7 The Ticket at TicketFM.com, on the block. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for 129 each, then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for 249 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon.